What's going on, everybody? My name is Mendo. Hey, I'm Rob. And you're listening to Loggers in Life. Yeah, the, you are. The episode where we pretty much drink and we talk about life from that's, anything and everything. That's all we do. That's uh, right. We sit around, we uh, we talk about some drinks, and uh, then once we're good and lubricated, we start talking about things that are going on in our lives. That's right, we do. And thank you for checking us out at loggersinlife.com, Facebook, Instagram, and also, of course, SoundCloud. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Hey, um, we, we really appreciate you guys listening. If you are listening, do us a favor. Uh, before you do anything else, even you don't even have to finish listening to the episode. I wouldn't bother me too much. Uh, I, obviously, I want you to listen. But what I would like you to do, um, as a personal favor to us, mm-hmm. hit the share button. Just yes. hit 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 share. Sharing share it out care. with anybody. Please. Um, or or text your friend and be like, hey, check this out. I don't care if you exactly. actually like hit the share button necessarily, as long as you're you're hey. sharing with the world. Uh, that's the idea. Uh, in any event, guys, here's how this this show breaks down. Uh, we got uh, we got some drinks. That's right. We're gonna tell you about them. We're gonna talk about them, mm-hmm. and uh, then we're gonna roll into a discussion about uh, whatever the hell is going on. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, we have a um, what would you call it? A, a special episode, a topic Spe- episode, oh, yeah. something like that, um, where we we have a specific topic uh, in mind that we're gonna talk to you guys about. Uh, be on the lookout for those. We don't have one coming up just yet. Uh, this is not one of those episodes. We will ha- we'll let you know when they're coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is just a normal. We're going to talk about life and stuff. That's right. Um, but uh, without further ado, Mendo, why don't you uh, why don't you tell them uh, what we're drinking first? Of course, we're going to be drinking uh, at least something from two parts of the world. One being from France, and the other one being from Portugal. We're starting off with so really one part of the world, two different countries, two different countries, <laughs> right? It's just, it feels like that. Yeah, well, I mean, they're two. I mean, they're two European countries, okay. but yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Oh, well, right now we're gonna start on a uh, for the what you're drinking segment. Uh, an aperitif, because <laughs> that's how I pronounce things when I'm sober. Anyway, but uh, aperitif is pretty much something that you drink uh, before a main meal. Just at least something that you sip on. Just at least try to get your, I wouldn't say juices flowing, but at least try to get the appetite appetite start rolling and hopefully eventually you can tackle that big steak or Thanksgiving dinner or what have you. So Yeah, so and, what we got today, guys, are, are a couple of cordials. Um, I call them cordials because you basically you drink them out of a cordial glass. Exactly. Um, whether they're officially labeled as cordials or not, I'm not 100%. I'm yeah. not really sure the distinction there. But what we're starting out with is the aperitif. Uh, it is delicious. Um, it's It's... Uh, the du- as Mendo said, it's the Duvernay from France. An apéritif for those who are not familiar is um, well, it's a drink you drink before a meal. That's really that's it. That's um, right. It's thought to promote um, one's like appetite, the, stimulating yeah. their ap- one's appetite, things like that. Everything that I've read on the subject, anything like that. Um, here's what's really going on, uh, and don't take this as gospel truth. This is one guy's. The Google research, realistically, um, but I do <laughs> I do tend to delve kind of deep when I'm when I'm researching uh, boozes and things like that for for the show. Exactly, uh, I try to at least because I want to give uh, the most accurate information that I can. I, I'm sure Mendo does the same. That's right. Um, so with an aperitif, uh, the idea was that it stimulated your your appetite, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really actually going on is that, being that it is a drink, that you are meant to sit and sip on. What you're doing is basically you're sitting and sipping and you're waiting a while um, before you actually eat. That's right. Right? So obviously you're building your appetite up because you're you're sitting, you're talking, you're sipping on something. And then any time you drink any kind of alcohol, as I'm sure you all know out there, mm-hmm. you want to munch on things, right? That's right. And if you're not doing that and you're just sitting there and sipping on the drink, 
obviously you're going to get hungry after a little while. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's that's the I they they there are certain drinks out there that are la- are labeled aperitifs and they believed them originally to promote appetite. Uh, you know, you had a finicky eater, you had uh, somebody who who just wasn't eating because they were ill or something like that. Give them an aperitif. There you go. Uh, or you just you know you're not hungry uh, <laughs> before your meal. Uh, maybe you ate lunch a little too late or something like that. Have an aperitif. That's right. Um, but again, the idea is honestly, you're you're sitting and you're you're talking and you're drinking a drink before a meal. So that's obviously going to build your appetite just because you're waiting longer to eat. Oh. Um, but in any event, we have Dubonnet. It is a fortified French wine, um, heavily spiced um, and herbed, and it's got all that herby, spicy goodness in there. Really do. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so. This is a, again, it, it's a, a fortified wine that came about in uh, the year 1846, specifically. That's right. I have a specific date on this booze. Nice. 1846. <laughs> um, well, I don't have an exact date. I have a year. That's good. That's Fair enough, enough. Right? Uh, 1846. Uh, by a, it was made by a Joseph Dubonnet, uh-huh. right? Uh, its namesake. Um <laughs> So the reason that this drink was even created or even thought of, and it wasn't just some guys experimenting in his basement with spiced wine, Hi. which I imagine was happening, right? Yeah. Um, it's fucking France, right? I'm sure it was <laughs> happening. But no, this guy was probably doing that. But then the French government came along and was like, we're, we're having a contest. Here's right. what you need to do. You need to create a drink okay. that will entice our soldiers in the French Foreign Legion I'm on it. Uh, to drink quinine. That bitter shit? Yeah, it, quinine is super, super fucking bitter. And what it is, guys, is it's malaria medication. Um, ah, so so yeah. the French Foreign Legion in North Africa at the time was refusing to drink quinine. Apparently, they were like, fuck it, I'm going to get malaria because this shit's too bitter. Mm-hmm. That's just what they did. And so the uh, the French government went, well, we need to figure out a way to keep our troops healthy and, you know, get these motherfuckers to drink this shit. That's right. We can't literally force it down their throats. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, I mean, they're a military. They probably could have, but that's not. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. They came up with this contest, is that's what they right. did. And Joseph Dubonnet started uh, fortifying his wine and, and, herb, and added those herbs and those spices and all of that, and uh, he came up with Dubonnet. Yeah. Uh, what we have in front of us, and it is, uh, it is in fact, a very tasty spiced fortified wine if you guys haven't had a a fortified wine before we're actually gonna be talking about another one uh directly after this um we've talked about them before a bit and things like that but um this one in particular now um apparently just as a, a little side note um all the dubonnet made today still carries some quinine in it all right uh so um Here's to your malaria medication, sir. That's right. Thank Cheers you. to you. I was feeling a little bit malaria. Right, right. <laughs> a little, little, we got a little touch of malaria going on. Exactly. Let's drink. Let's drink. <laughs> oh, but that's good. Wow. It tastes um, very smooth. Yeah, with with that spice though too. Um, I can see this being great in like the fall, maybe very much even uh, even though it's supposed to be served chilled. Um, it's a warming kind of drink, you know. I can see like those warming like. Those crock pot wines, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the it's wine. definitely got those tones, right? It's got exactly. those those spice notes in there. Um, this stuff's delicious. It's got a it's got a a deep ruby kind of flavor. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but that's just what I'm getting out of it. Um, it tastes like, and if you 
If you haven't had it, it's hard to describe. Um, but if you if you've ever had port or Porto, yes. um, which actually we're going to be talking about next. Um, <laughs> It tastes a lot like that. It's the French version of port, basically. It's that it's a fortified French. This one's a fortified French wine, but it, they add in a lot of spices and stuff. Uh, obviously, it was to hide the, the bitter flavor, and you still get a little bitterness in there in the back end too, which I think is great. Yeah. Honestly, I, I like a little bitter with my drink. Uh, I'm a I'm a hoppy beer drinker. I'm like I, I like a little bit of bitter. I add bitters to my whiskeys. Like <laughs> of course, I, I like a little bit of bitter in my drink. So this is this is delicious yeah. to me. Um, what what are you what are you taking away from it? My I friend? pretty much got like uh, I wouldn't not I wouldn't say like not not so much cinnamon, but kind of like clove and kind of like those. Very dark, like anisette kind of like yeah, definitely like, those warming warm, spices. Warming, yeah, for yeah. sure. Let's see if the back of the bottle tells me anything as far as what kind of spices we're staring down. Uh, infusion of sensational flavors, not too sweet. It's not too dry, which I mean is all true. Yeah, it's pretty much no, like the golden. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't tell me exactly what spices <laughs> yeah. are in there, but yeah, I get I get some yeah. of those like clove notes and things like that. I, um, it actually apparently goes well in a couple of different cocktails okay things like that mm. i've i've never i mean this is the first time i've actually tried the drink itself yeah um and to me it really tastes like a, a portuguese port exactly. um but a little spicier i guess but Which, but still in a way a little bit more because that finish is kind of like, like it's bright, lo- brighter brighter right that's the word if you were to combine and this may not mean anything to any of you out there. I know it means something to Mendo. Um, if you were to combine a, a a tawny Porto and a ruby Porto together, I, I believe I this is kind of what you would get and add a little it's, bit of spice to it. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like depending on your uh, ratio of it because you only go too tawny or too ruby mm-hmm. for that. But I think it's it's just that 50-50 mark. Yeah, it's a, it's a bright fortified it, wine. It's not, But it's not quite a... Uh, you know, it's not a white by any means. It's a re- it's clearly red. Yes. Um, but it's 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 bright. It's on the brighter side. Like if I was comparing it to Portos in general, I'd put it in between a good tawny and a and a good ruby. Oh yes. And it's it's str- it's solidly in the middle there. I think. Uh, but again, if you haven't had port, none of this means anything to you. So yeah. what it is is it's if you've had wine, guys, and think about uh, backing up your wine with deeper, richer flavors, and then adding spice to the top of it. There you go. That's what you got here. Yeah. Um, like, so take a nice, juicy, fruity red wine and then add some spice to it and let that age even longer mm-hmm. and fortify it with some some deeper liquor, maybe a brandy, something like that. It seems like that. Yeah, and and that's what you get when you when you when you're drinking Dubonnet. It's it's right. fucking delicious. Give it a try, guys. Yeah. If you if you've never had it, go looking for it. Yeah. Uh, it's Dubonnet, D-U-B-O-N-N-E-T. We, we believe it's pronounced Dubonnet. Dubonnet, yeah. Um, Retail we're looking just shy of, just probably under about twenty bucks, especially with most aperitifs roughly around pro- I would say probably around under thirty, if that. So you'll probably hit get something that's really good. Like Aperol is gonna be one of them. That's more uh, part of a spritzer. You have mm-hmm. Pim's Cup. You have 
whole bunch of other like aperitifs for that matter. So we'll probably get to more, or even actually have some a mixed cocktail episode. Yeah, using absolutely. said Debonet. So yeah, I, I got some Pims kicking around. We could do yeah. a Pims cup at some point for oh, sure. Definitely, I so, freaking love Pims, man. I've yet to have that. No, oh, so nice. We'll have to give. Yeah, we'll definitely have to give that a try then. Awesome, and this seems like a really good drink. Like you said, it's pretty much like masking like medicine for your dog and you have to hide like piece of cheese or peanut butter for that matter so this seems really good and that you know with mr dubonnet kind of had the right idea of like a spoonful of wine helps the medicine go down (laughs) so so that was france yeah that's french uh so we're we're gonna head we're gonna head over to portugal now um and actually i can look back i have some notes from our previous episode um from when we talked about ports before and so this way i can i can uh, provide a little bit of education on it I, I won't go into as deep of a detail as i did the first time um because specifically we're going to talk about this porto um the, what we're drinking right now is going to be doe's and this was doe's dows doe's I, I think it was doe's doe's um doe's this is uh the boardroom reserve tawny um personally i love a tawny porto um I'll explain the difference here in a minute. Um, I'll let Mendo actually taste it, let you know what he's tasting, things like that, and then I'll go into a little bit more of a history um, after I finish this Dubonnet here. Um, I like it. I've had this one before. This is part of my private stock in my in my bar itself. Um, This is actually well. I mean, I've I've had Doe's before. This is the first time I've had the boardroom. It's it. I think it's really good. But what what are you thinking, sir? Um, really, honestly, pretty damn good. Uh, I know from my little bit of knowledge of port, ports and portos for that matter, I usually kind of have like a small little, like, I want to say algorithm for that matter, but if it's ruby, you're going to get a lot of fruity, fruity tones out of it. If it's tawny, you're going to get a lot more nuttiness out of it. Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, I want to say chestnuts, but like more like almonds and some, you get our cloves and you get you you get some oak and stuff like that too um it's it's woodier is what it is exactly so you get fruity ruby and then nutty tawny so i believe fruity uh, like the ruby stuff is i believe aged at least less than three years less than three years generally in stainless steel barrels exactly so Um, you get more intensity of the fruit yeah you're gonna get more fruitiness whereas tawny is going to be in the wood the oak barrels for at least three years um, if not more, depending on, on the reserve, a reserve tawny is going to be seven. If it's technically a reserve tawny, um, which this is a reserve mm-hmm. tawny, um, it will be in the barrel for seven years and more. Uh, right. the, the next one after that will be late bottle vintage. Um, that's just stuff that has been left in the bottle or in the barrel for longer than four to six years. Um, so the difference between reserve tawny and late bottle vintage uh, is that the the reserve stuff actually probably has another seven years on top of the late bottle vintage? Um, it's having more contact with the oak yeah, or barrel it's, for it's that matter. Sit- it's it's been sitting in the barrel for longer. The rusticness um, uh, so Portos guys, they are um, they're more of a digestif than an aperitif, but it can yeah. be used as an aperitif for sure. Um, they're, I mean, they're a little bit of both they're, they're, It's just, a, it's just a, a good fortified wine Even have it with a meal um, But generally I've had it um, after a meal Myself yeah. um, It's more, I have it And this is just me I have it more of, uh, as a dessert wine um, I'm not big on sweets, guys 
I generally actually, when I go out for a nice meal, things like that, I don't reach for the dessert list. I reach for their dessert wine list, and I, I go with like a, a nice Porto. So Porto is is of, of Portuguese descent, obviously. It, it is not Porto unless it is Portuguese. Otherwise, it is just Port. It's a fortified wine uh, from the Douro region, generally, of, of Portugal. It's in about the 1700s sometime. Um, what you're going to find, guys, um, it, and it's actually kind of interesting if you're interested in the history of your booze, um, is that a lot of these Portuguese fortified wines have English names. Huh. Uh, Sandman, Doze, um, you know, Cockburn, Croft, um, Taylor Flaggett. They all have English names. And you're thinking, well, but it's, it's Portuguese. Shouldn't they have Portuguese names, Seems right? right to me. It would make sense. But actually, the leading distributor of port in the world is England. Huh. Um, and so the reason for that is in, again, the early 1700s, late 1600s, right? A English wine merchant sent a crew out to Portugal to get, uh, uh, to, to taste the wines over there. At the time, France and England were at war. And the English aristocrats loved French wine, but obviously couldn't get it uh, because they were at war with France. That's and, right. and drinking French wine was akin to treason, right? Oh, yeah. At the time. But they loved the French wine. So they, they scoured the rest of Europe to find quality wines. Oh, yeah. Now, they found some decent fortified stuff in Portugal. Cool. Um, but they had to fortify it a little bit more to make the travel, you know, the sea travel back to England. All right. um, and what they were finding was that in the aging in the wood over the seas, things like that, it became darker, richer, woodier, um, and even had a little bit of sweetness to it. Uh, and that is the Porto that you know and love now. Or maybe you've never had it, so maybe you should try it. That's right. And and find out how much you'd love it. It's fantastic, guys. Port is honestly one of my favorite drinks on the planet. Um, if if you've never had it, shoot hit like hit me up. I will I will shoot you some recommendations. I have some great ones out there. This one in particular, right? It is again, it's a reserve tawny. So it's been in oak at least seven years, probably closer to ten. Um, it's lighter actually in body than you'd think it would be. Yes. Um, but it still has those oaky woodiness and it gives you it like it's mellowed over the time. Right. It, it, and it it's definitely not, get on the back end. Yeah. Right. It's not, it doesn't punch you in the face like some of the other uh, tawnies, things like that. It, it's really mellow. It's nice and smooth. This one, it, I, Doze is one of the better companies out there. If you ask me oh, yeah. um, for, for a quality Porto. I love this stuff. Exactly. Um, and this one, this is the first time I've had the boardroom reserve. I love it. Yep. I think it's fantastic. And it's actually not crazy. Like, it's not a crazy price. No. You're looking at like a $20 bottle. It's nothing exactly. insane. Yeah, if, you're, um, if you're paying like roughly about $20, you roughly have a good range. I've seen stuff, especially where I, where, where I work, like 100 200 300 oh, absolutely. over $1000 for this stuff and it's stuff yeah. is aged oh. to perfection. Oh, I'm sure. But I've you know what guys, if you're if you're just getting into ports, grab a bottle of Sandman Tawny. You're looking at 15 bucks. Exactly. It's it's great stuff. 
it's it's a great way for anybody to get into port if you ask me. Oh, yeah. uh, Sandman is it's a it's it's a beautiful drink in and of itself. When you're ready to step up to the, to a little bit more of a uh, the bigger leagues, go to the Doe's. Exactly. There there there's some quality stuff. But Croft is is pretty good too. Cockburn's great. Taylor Flaggett is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Give them a try, guys. Uh, if you've never had a port or a Dubonnet, go on out there. Give yeah. these fortified wines a try. That's why that's what we want to do here uh, at this show primarily is introduce you to stuff maybe you've never heard of before or maybe you've never given the chance. So go on out, go to your liquor store, go to that forgotten section of the fortified wines. Oh yeah. Skip the ice wines because they're <laughs> trash. Ah, we'll mostly, do an of that. yeah. In, in in this man's humble opinion, <laughs> <laughs> and go for go for reach for a bottle of port, reach for a Dubonnet, indulge yourself. Exactly. Don't pour an entire fucking wine glass of it. It belongs in a cordial glass to be sipped. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on that note, cheers. Cheers, brother. So that's what we got. That's what we've been drinking today here, guys. That's right. Um, That concludes our segment of what you're drinking. Let us know what you're drinking. We always want to hear. We're always interested. And maybe we'll cover it in in a future podcast. Um, beyond that, my friend, what's been going on in your life? Wow. It's been a couple of weeks since we podcasted. There was yes. some big events going on. Yes, we um, did. You know, Super uh, Bowl and other things like that going exactly. on. Exactly. What, what have you had going on? Okay, well, since the Super Bowl, and congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Uh, of course. And uh, Not I that I'm a Chiefs fan by any means, guys, but I, you know, I'd rather two, see I'd rather see them win over, over the 49ers. Or, I, I, was, I, mean, I, 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 was, I was pretty much, as long as the Pats don't get it, I'm good. Well, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, obviously, but and pretty uh, much it was two shades of red going at it. Good for yeah. them. And I mean, it, it was a good game, though. That oh was the key. God, yes. It was such a good game. However, if you were playing your squares and you had zero zero, I now congratulations want to, to you. you. <laughs> and luckily, with with my squares and my, uh, my work, it's pretty much king of the mountain rules. You pay sixty bucks a square, and it pretty much goes down to anyone who has a certain score at each minute. You get 100 bones. Let's do some simple math, shall we? Each quarter is 15 minutes. There is four quarters in a game. 15, 30, 45, $6,000. And how much did your co-host Mendo won? Absolutely resounding zero. Yeah, I did the some squares too, and I got zip. I was so close a couple of times, and just if, if it would have lasted at the score it was at, <laughs> I, I lost out on 50 bucks by 30 seconds guys 30 seconds it changed over from the first half from the first quarter to the second quarter i lost out on, no it's like 100 bucks i lost out on 100 bucks um from the change from the first quarter to the second quarter by 30 seconds if they would have just held off on that touchdown for 30 seconds oh my god i would have had it yes. i would have had 100 bucks but uh say yeah, lovey exactly and with the super bowl having some Pretty okay ads. Uh, they were uh, the, they, they were okay. Were, they were okay. The one the Google the Google one. It if you didn't like cry or had an emotion off that, screw you. But yeah. it was like you know you know, know Google they, remember you know, the, Margaret's favorite yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, and know. that was fine. But you know, I I didn't dig that. Like, I mean, not that I didn't dig. Like, I, you know, it I was wasn't okay. I wasn't enthralled by the ads this year or anything like that. It, it was it was okay. You had a few, uh, the Hyundai Smart Pack one. You had. Uh, Charlie Day in every other commercial. Is it time to do it now? That was good. I did like that. I liked the continuity in that. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Uh, I'm not a fan of his by any means, so do not get me wrong here. Okay. No. I, I'm, I'm truly actually not a fan. I don't like his music. Uh, but Post Malone 
had a pretty good. Oh, I believe it was yeah. what, what was that? Was that it was that a, Bud Light? I was trying to was that, yeah, like, it was a Bud Light, the Bud Light Seltzer. Yeah, there was like ad or truly White Claw type stuff. Yeah, yeah, that ad was actually pretty decent. I will give him that. Uh, let's try get to get the beer. Let's get the other thing. Let's flipping flopping through the right. snack section. It's like, hey, we're rich. First of all, all those face tattoos. I. I no. can't. I can't take people with face tattoos seriously unless you did some time. But well, maybe you did. I, I don't know. know. Who cares? But it's what do I fucking know? exactly. <laughs> um, I, I just. I just don't like. I said. I don't take his music. Half time was funny. <laughs> yeah. Halftime with Shakira and J Lo. People were getting. Cr- like, that was a good halftime show, fa- though. The fact that like there's a fi- a forty year old and a fifty year old still have bodies like twenty year olds. Holy crap! And people are still giving them crap for it because like, wait a minute, half. The roster, half the teams of the NFL have cheerleaders. So watching scantily clad women shaking their booty, who cares? And nah, they, people they, are but people I'll, are just they're, uh, they're, they're always going to find something to complain about. That's oh yeah. just that's just what it is. And, for, and for, of the two, I was kind of a more of a Shakira team Shakira over team J Lo fan for for me personally, for just from what I saw. And Shakira's got it, and people are like, well, it's, it was in Spanish. I'm like, brother, you're in North Cuba, which is practically Florida. Come on. They, they were in fucking Miami. Of course, there was stuff in Spanish. If you didn't like that, fuck off. It was exactly. Miami. They're you, celebrating their culture there. Exactly. So good on them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it was just a good, a decent show overall. I'm not a big fan of either of those two artists. Yeah. Um, but they put on a, a good show. It it was one of the more entertaining halftime shows I've seen in recent years. It really was. Um, and not just because there were two scantily clad women on stage, no. but because it was one of the legitimately most entertaining Super exactly. Bowl shows that we've had in a couple of years. It's, so, um, and with good uh, on them, I say exactly. And with past performances, with their half the time the mics cut out, half the time there was a wardrobe malfunction. Hashtag Jack we, Jackson. We could have taken a wardrobe malfunction on this one though. That would have been interesting <laughs> for sure. I will say that. But, um, but again, that, that and that's a little you know chauvinistic or whatever but but but, yeah. but at the same time yeah that would have been fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're but, two dudes come on yeah but uh, but i mean you know it was just it was just a good show it was exactly. well done i i don't know yeah take it i mean take it or leave it. if you didn't like it yeah. whatever good on you like have your opinions everybody's entitled exactly. to them um Let's... don't don't go bitching on the internet who cares uh, yeah. no don't nobody care it was a halftime show who gives a damn exactly <laughs> uh let's see what other more stuff's been going on uh Went to a Strictly Hip show with my yeah, co-host. We, we, we actually tried to podcast directly after it. That was uh, a bad we idea. Were, we were too drunk. Thank God that too episode drunk. will never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 um, but yeah, now like that was that was a mistake. But the show itself was fantastic. It was oh phenomenal. God, yeah. uh, we saw that it was the Strictly Hip. Yep, they are a uh, a tragically hip cover band. <sighs> tribute band. Tribute band. Tribute band. Right. They're tra- tragically hip tribute band. Um, and they always put on a phenomenal show. They, they did uh, they did an entire album front to back. Phantom Power. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then some encores and stuff like that. Oh, yes. But it was it was a great show. We had some wine. Did some that and uh, yeah, just we'll never do a show drunk, starting drunk ever. But uh, no, no, we got to start sober and then get drunk. That's and how yeah, the show works. We, it, exactly. That's how we, it works. We can't reverse this we situation. Can't, we can't. Yeah, can't do it. Well, yeah, let's see. After that, what's been going on? Um, I'm starting to get more and more involved in like reading books on wine, and right now I'm reading a book called Understanding uh, Soil Types and how even the stuff from having the right soils and where you plant stuff and just like pretty much all nerdy wine nerd crap, but it kind of makes a difference, especially if I'm talking about we're talking about wine on a show called Loggers in Life when we're both talking about wines and spirits and 
digestives and cordials and all this random stuff. And so, beer. Don't forget, we talk about lagers, too. <laughs> when was the last time we did that? It's been a little while since we yeah. talked about beer. Actually, maybe in the next episode we'll talk about beer. Yeah, we should stick to our namesake. <laughs> maybe I'll even grab a lager. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm starting to understand more about like the wine industry and starting to like it and figuring out like what I want to do. If I can just do, if I can get a wine job and that pays like retail and has benefits like retail, I'm good. But I don't. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. And ding, win the bell. After that. <laughs> Was uh, I was Mikey and I, Mikey, my fiance, and I got a new mattress of the. We're going to be a part of the Sleep Number family soon, and we just did the whole spiel because my back was acting up because apparently I had an old man moment and I don't know what happened, but we went. Uh, Mikey and I went to the auto show. I was kind of like gingerly walking, testing out the cars, and figuring out what the car I want to get. And then after that, I was like, hey, I feel like donating blood. So I donated blood to Connect Life, which is uh, the local blood donation chapter of Western New York. And I've been donating for about two years now. And it, if it, helps out, it helps out a lot of people or helps three people per blood donation. I love doing it, even though like the whole needle inside me is I just I look away. But I'm not sure if I got in the blood donation chair wrong or out of the blood donation chair wrong. But the second my feet hit, it was pretty much all over from there. And then I tried to sleep. That didn't happen at all. And I went, I'm going to die. So I went to the chiropractor and then he tried it. He's like, yeah, your back's still tense. Good luck going to work. I went to work for about an hour, came back, had some booze and said, yep. Uh, I'm gonna need to ice this son bitch. So that was pretty much 72 hours, and then got mostly fixed. It's still a little bit sore, but I got it fixed again. And Doc's just like, "Yeah, your age has have has nothing to do with it. You know, it's just you just had one little reaction that kind of jacked it up." So I'm like, "All right, yeah, you just tweaked it." Whatever. So it was just one of those things. These things like, happen. Luckily, it was muscle. It felt like bone, but it was like one of those scare moments. But then after that, uh, went to work like I normally do, and then uh, this portion of the show is brought to you by the What Grinds My Gears thing. So uh, we have female co-workers, as, as some jobs do. I would imagine uh, most. Uh, of course. Uh, it's 20 fucking 20, dude. Exactly. We have younger women, rough, but still can be able to drink and that kind of stuff. And I've kind of getting sick and tired of women being catcalled by uh, these newfangled people called douchebags. Uh, guys, it's 2020. Please, for the love of God, don't de-evolve the society of man. We need to... There's been so much crap in this world, but catcalling women, really, guys, I'm done with the whole crap and saying, hey, baby, and just and calling women bitches and shit, especially in a public place where I actually work with these women who are pretty much can outrun, outstrengthen, and out-bullshit like the rest of them. And I'm kind of just overall just done with this shit. You're, you're still going to get them from time to time, but like, if you were with an earshot of a coworker that I work with, you going to die. No, no. I just like just can't freaking stand it why people have to just keep saying like, hey, baby, what do you, what do you want? We, I'm, we're, too, we're, grown, we're too grown for this shit. So cut the bullshit. And start treating people with respect. That's all it is. And last time I checked, man, we all came out of a, of a vagina. So, yeah. So that just ultimately just grinded my gears on that front. And um, yeah. a couple of days ago, 
Uh, our store got shoplifted, and one person just <laughs> bravely walked out with three or four bottles of Moet and Chandon. So about $160, $180 worth of booze out the door. So, But now with New York State now having a plastic bag ban, and we can prove purchases saying like, hey, boo- you put booze in said bag. Yay, it's purchased. Yay. Now it's we either put it in, in cardboard boxes or the new travel size kind of clothish cloth material that you can just stick your booze in. But anyone can, the fact that I heard this, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So 160 bucks. And it ha- I know like shoplifting happens from time to time, but oh, it's we're like, happen. but we're like, how do you screw up like expensive bottles of champagne out the door? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm other, sure it happens. Yeah, so I mean, obviously it happens. So that's pretty much been roughly it was on my soapbox, and after that, I uh, got Valentine's Day coming up, or when's this episode post Valentine's Day? So happy post Valentine's Day! But we're celebrating it the day before Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is going to be cold as balls at 12 degrees. So we're just going to go to Wester Subaru and I'm going to be hopefully be part of the Subaru family. Uh, Chester or test or was in the Subaru Forester as par- at the auto show from a couple moments ago. And we looked at a bunch of other stuff. We looked at like future cars and we're like, I kind of want this one. I want this one. And I settled on a uh, Subaru Forester in the Outback, but I'm looking more towards Forester. And then we looked at the Honda pilots and passports and we, we looked at each other. We're like, this will be our our family car if and when we have kids because this is freaking enormous and it's awesome and it's uh, holy shit like the sound quality like yes nice. so we looked at that so if you get a chance to go to the auto show at least the Buffalo Auto Show I think is the one of the third big attractions of Buffalo every year next to uh, Buffalo Beer Fest and I, f- I forgot the third one. But yeah, this draws out like a lot of people from all over the all over the world, and looking at smart cars that have smart pack and all of these other models, and it's pretty cool. And then I looked at Hondas, where and it was great. But my fiance is six five, and in case he was to ever be in the back seat, it's no, you don't do that because <laughs> he looked at him he like I looked at him was like, can we do it? It's just like. Like, babe, I'm not going to fit in the back seat. I'm like, when are, will you ever be in the back seat ever in our lives? Yeah, but still. But so. You want a car you can fit in. Exactly. So that's what's been going on in my life. What's having happened in your neck of the woods? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, there was the Super Bowl. And we already talked about that and everything. Um, and then, you know, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a stay-at-home dad, guys. We've talked about this. Uh, so not a whole lot changes. While also everything changes all at once, uh, yeah. every single day. Yeah. Um, today sucked. Not gonna lie, <laughs> today sucked. My son was. Uh, I think he's. I think he's about to pop another tooth, right? Um, and uh, when that uh, when that comes about, you know, it uh, it's it's no fucking fun. Uh, <laughs> it's it's really not. He's he was but he was fussy and and argumentative all goddamn day, crying and and all that kind of shit. It was it was a long fucking day, guys. But in any event, we got through it. He's That's down cool. to sleep. Everything is fine. Uh, have you done any more journaling? Because I know course, you, from I, our oh, first episode, do. you I said, like, do. hey, you're doing something new outside of shaving from your first episode, and you're taking your yeah, time I mean, with I your had, face and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I got more uh, more so journaling your... done, more things going on. Um, 
since since last we spoke, I suppose. So so do you have any more dadisms to share with this episode? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I got a couple actually. I got a couple extra dad plan things in there. Awesome. Um, uh, maybe one maybe one more. The others I think are I've already shared or at least in in some way way shape or form. But I do have I do have another one, a new one that I don't think I've shared. So here's here's an installment of Dad Plan, guys. Dad. Plan. Uh, if you didn't listen to the first episode, what Dad Plan is 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 my thoughts and and ideals on on being a father. Um, some of them are long-term goals. Some of them are uh, things I want to instill in my son. Some of them are hopes and dreams, things like that. Um, this one, again, here's just your, your newest iteration dad plan. And what I do is I basically just read exactly as I have written. Um, I don't give a whole lot more explanation. I just read you what I wrote because that's what I was thinking and writing at the time. So this one is um, explain the reason why. Always explain why we are doing something. Always teach him to be open with you, uh, talking together, tell him your plans, and sometimes ask, sometimes ask his advice, you know, once he gets older. He'll hopefully, in turn, open up to you and ask you for your advice on things, you know, and, and then I went on to, you know, read to him always, you know, we have story time constantly, anytime before a nap, any day, you know, like we, we, we read constantly and I want to keep doing that. Um, so that was just kind of an asterisk uh, after that. It has All nothing right. to do with the, the statement before <laughs> sure. it. Um, but I just, I want to, I want to hold, I want, I want accountability in our, in, in my relationship to my son. Awesome. Um, I want to tell him why we're doing something the way that we're doing it. Um, I want to get his advice on it. I want him, I want him to ask for my advice on things. Uh, I want to keep, uh, the, the lines of communication always and ever open with my son. Um, now that's not to say that there aren't going to be times when I go, just fucking do it because I said do it um, because that's a dad thing. You know, that's what you just got to do. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just got to do it. God. But in for <laughs> the most part, I want to be able to go, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it um, because there should always be a reason, right? Yeah. And whether that reason is – that, that reason may be because I'm your father and I'm asking you to fucking do it. Because I said so. But yeah, but in a nicer way. You know, yeah. I'm you know, I'm asking you to do it as your father. That should be enough. And maybe sometimes it will, maybe sometimes it won't, but but even if I can give even that much of a reason, right? Yeah. But always give a reason. You know, we're doing this because if we don't, this will happen. Or if we don't, then you know, then we're going to have to do it, you know, three other fucking times before it gets done again, yeah. you know, and that kind of goes to another thing um, that I didn't write down because it's just always in my head. I, I want to teach him to do things the right way first. All right. And now I may not always know the right way. Who, you, who among us knows the right way every fucking time? Of course. Right. Um, but what I will say is this, that, you know, I want to teach him to at least try to figure out what the right way to do something is first. Whether that comes down to fixing a faucet or fucking, you know, mending a relationship with a friend and anything in between. Yeah. Do something the right way first so you don't have to repeat it ever again exactly. if you can avoid it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where this one goes to is if I explain things to him as to why we're doing something, then he should always be looking for 
the right way to do something because it, because of what I've explained to him going forward, yeah. you, you know, or, or from the past or, or what have you. Of course. Um, and and I the overall goal is to keep open communication. I, I want him to come to me, yeah, um, and ask for my advice, and and I figure if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna want him to ask for my advice when he gets a little older. I'm going to want to ask for his advice, too. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you need a younger perspective on things, too. Or you need just a different perspective on things. That's right. You know, one one person looking at something for fucking four hours or whatever, trying to figure out an answer, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be beating your head against the goddamn wall. <laughs> and then, you know, somebody else can come walking up and go, hey, what, what if you did that? And then you go, well, shit, why the fuck didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know, it's so fucking simple. There it's right there. So I want to get communication going because, of course, shit, dude, I never know what the fuck I'm doing half the time. <laughs> and if I can get the innocence of a child to come up to me and go, hey, did dad, you, why didn't you do this instead? Did well, you turn shit, it on? <laughs> right. Like, like, and I'm going to praise him for that shit. Right. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like. Hey Dad, why didn't you just fucking drill it there instead, and it would have been solid? Oh shit! Why the fuck didn't I? Uh, like, I know. All right. You know, so if I can get that in my life, that's great. And if I can, uh, you know, get some wisdom into his, why the hell not? Of you course. know, something like that. Um, that's the whole idea of it. Uh, and then I, I had another idea, and it's it is just an idea. All right. Um, and I, I already don't do it. So okay. we're, it's already out, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to do it more. Okay. Um, and the, the original idea was, you know, once a month, write a letter to Tyler. You know, okay. nothing serious. Um, we're not talking about the politics of the day, no, anything no. like that. No, just simple stuff. Conversations that we didn't have. I like that. That, like, you know, I thought of after. You know how you always have a talk with somebody, right? Yeah. And then... After the fact, you're like, oh, shit, I should have said this. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Been there. Write that down, and that's what I want. I want to put in a letter to him. And th- in this, I originally put once a month. I'm thinking once every six months, maybe once every year. Yeah. You know, basically, I'm going to I'm gonna keep journaling, and as I think of things, I'll write it down, and then, Copy you know, I'll, I'll put it into uh, one letter to him yeah. once a year, once every six months, whatever. Right. And this way, once, once he gets older... And he's old enough to appreciate it. Right. I'm going to end up handing my son a fistful of letters that I wrote him throughout his entire life that he can open and read at his leisure and look back on. And I think that's kind of cool. I like that. Um, Whether I'll actually accomplish it or not, I don't know. But that's that's an idea that I had that I think I'm going to try. He turns six months tomorrow. Oh, damn. Um, So I think I'm going to write my first letter tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see, though. All right. We'll see if I actually end up getting to do it or anything like that. Um, but it is something that I thought about and that I would like to do. So I put that down. Awesome. You know? And then, uh, you know, a few other things have happened since we talked last. And, uh, you know, none, none of it is major or really worth speaking about or that we didn't already speak about. Right. Uh, again, in the, in the Super Bowl and things like that. My wife's birthday is coming up. Um, so I got a present that I'm going to get her that I love. I love the idea. All right. um, I'm not going to say it out loud because she may be listening either to us now or if I get this uh, uh, podcast out before her birthday, she'll hear it then, so I don't want to do that. Um, okay. But it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. We'll see. Fair <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and 
But, you know, actually, since our last podcast, I believe, was... Uh, Wait, the one that never is going to air? Or no, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, the one that actually aired. Oh, um, right. We talked about uh, uh, songs, things like that. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, since, but since then, uh, it, and it, it's, it was a major event in my life, and it didn't actually happen since then. It, it, it's, been, uh, it's been a long time. Okay. But uh, it is... It, and I... You know, on, on the day that it was, I, I wrote this in my journal. Um, it is, it's been 20 years now uh, since I last saw my grandfather. I still miss him. Uh, he would have loved Tyler, you know, but I, I, I know that he's going to live on through me telling those stories to him and everything like that and, awesome. and, and so on and so forth. Um, it's very sad, but, uh, but also very hopeful. You know, Um, and that's really all I had. Um, You know, another thing that I had kind of it's not it's not part of a dad plan or anything. It's not part of a plan or anything like that. It's just a a statement that I kind of made to myself. Okay. Um, You know, and it's just that it's kind of funny that I guess it's kind of a lesson in life, at least to me. Um, It's kind of funny that, you know, the thing I was most afraid of in life, uh, anybody who knows me knows I never wanted kids. Um, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. For the longest time, uh, it's kind of funny for me for me that the, that the thing that I'm handling best in my life right now is the thing that I was the most afraid of for so very long. Um, you know, the best the best thing in my life was that that which I was always so very afraid of, and I, I think that should be a lesson to everybody. Hell yeah! You know, um, face your fears; it may turn out to be the greatest experience you've ever had. Oh yeah. Give that a, you give it a shot. I mean, you know, whatever it is, give it a shot. Um, not that having a kid was, you know, Oh, let's give it a shot. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was, it was a much more thought out kind of thing, but, um, you know, just the, uh, the idea of it was, Hey, uh, it, I don't know. It, it just, uh, I, I was so terrified for so long yeah. and, uh, you know, it turns out to be the, the coolest thing I've ever done. Uh, so that's that's my dad moments, guys. Awesome. Um, beyond that, on a on a lighter note, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you have you tried and and maybe you're not a a, a, a member uh, of Amazon Prime, right? Uh, but I am. All right. And recently, I just tried this. Uh, uh, they have a partnership with Whole Foods. Okay. Uh, you get two hour delivery on whole on whole foods awesome. as long as you're spending $35 or more and if you've ever shopped at whole whole foods you're going to spend like $35 fucking easy <laughs> so you spend $35 at whole foods you get free delivery right. and you got i mean maybe you tip the guy whatever but still you don't have to fucking do shit and i don't for those of you out there that whole foods is fucking around the corner it may not mean shit but around here where i live whole foods is about 15 20 minutes away that's right so if I don't have to pack the kid up, get in the car, go do the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And Whole Foods is not actually the most baby-friendly of stores. It is nice. um, it's not like like Wegmans. Wegmans is fantastic. But not that they're bad or they mean ill of it or anything like that. But yeah. they don't have like, like – Wegmans has the specific carts. You put the baby carrier thing in and you strap them in. It's, right, it's right. great. Um, they have the, the the special reserve parking spots for for families with small children, things like that. Oh yeah. Um, their bathrooms are equipped with diapers and uh, wipes yeah. and things like that. Wegmans is just they cater to families with small children. They just do, and mm-hmm. they're fantastic at it. Oh yeah. Whole Foods, Tops, other other markets that I've gone to, they're just not. So if I can have Whole Foods delivered, great. Uh, and uh, so I tried this the other day. All right. 
fucking fantastic, dude. Because <laughs> um, whole food whole food products are great. They really are. If you haven't shopped at Whole Foods, I know it sounds pretentious, but go ahead, give yeah. it a shot. The the food is good, and it's quality. Yeah, man. And uh, I gotta say, I'll do it again. I will keep doing it. All right. Because again, I'm an Amazon Prime member, so why the fuck not use it? Mm. Um, but it's fantastic. I don't have to fucking leave the house. I get groceries delivered to me. They're exactly what I asked for. If they have to substitute something, I get a message, and I get to select what my substitution is, the whole thing. There you go. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> so just uh, highly recommend it to anybody who, who has a Whole Foods in their area and is a Prime member. Yeah. Give it a shot. If you're not, then good. go grocery shopping like you go grocery shopping, whatever. Um, but that's what I had. Uh, not a whole lot going on this week, but uh, plenty en- enough to talk about for right now. Of course. Um, any comments, questions, concerns, guys, give us a call. Or not call, but shoot us an email. <laughs> shoot us an email. We or have a landline now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, shoot us an email uh, or send us a message of some sort on one of the uh, many The SoundClouds, the things. Instagrams, the Facebooks, the loggersinlife.com, yeah. and loggersinlife at gmail.com. If all you of have. those. Everything he just said there. Yes, all the things. And pretty much that would wrap up episode three of 2020. Yeah. And to... All of us here at Loggers and Life, meaning just me across the table from Rob. Absolutely. I get to say this beautiful phrase. Here's to me. Here's to you. Here's, Here's to, to love and laughter. laughter. I'll, I'll be true, true so long as you and not a moment, moment after. after. Cheers, Cheers, everybody. Hell yeah. Wait, my glass is empty. Yeah, it is.